funny, funny, funny. Um, he's coming back. We're coming back. Uh, what a funny, tragic night as far as technical difficulties. <laughs> I think Josh is coming back and booted me off. I'm waiting for you to let me back in. He says, I'm waiting for you to come back in. Maybe he's coming back. Hopefully he's coming back. I see him hitting me up on the IG. Hopefully he'll come back. If not, there he is. Trying again. Get my laughing ass off. See, see myself over here giggling and whatnot. Are you there, my friend? Oh, I can hear you finally, man. Man, they give you way too many fucking options to push, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're telling that to the guy that's made so many technical difficulties tonight. Have I told you I've done 617 of these, Josh? Holy fucking shit, my friend. That's a <laughs> lot of time, dude. You, 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 can, you can tell by how smoothly this is gone, can't you? <laughs> I think that's just a testimony to the platform. Because, I mean, who gives you the options is the one you don't want is always the primary one. It's like every option you click in here, it's the top one is always the one you don't want to hit. It's just so counterintuitive. Anyway. I, you know, it's funny, man. There for a minute, because I that, that one was completely my fault. I don't know. I tried, I tried to make the slide from one device to the other and zoom likes to play whack-a-mole once the meeting starts usually i go over that this whole shabil pre-show but i guess tonight for some reason i was all cocky and i guess i didn't think i had to go over well if the internet fucks up tonight blah 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 didn't go over that so i thought when that happens zoom plays whack-a-mole with the host so i disappear it makes you the host and you're continuing to be live on YouTube is how that usually works. Yeah. And I usually tell the Gus that you can either play along and do whatever, or you can fucking just end the show. And, but this is where that theory went wrong is when I logged in from my phone because my computer wasn't, playing nice so there was two of me and it basically uh -huh. was confused on who was should be in control there and i thought by you know the computer coming back up that it would assume home base was in charge no so when i and when i would when i tried to make that switch and i clicked off the phone there it fucking ended the meeting. It was like, ah, everybody's done. I was like, shit. And then, then to make matters worse, so I'm sitting here going, ah, fuck, this sucks, man. I don't know what to do. And I see chat just rolling. Just rolling. They're fucking, well, what the fuck's going on? And it, now, I'm, now I'm even more confused. Now I'm like, is it still live? Fuck, is the phone going? 
You know what I mean? I'm kind of fucking looking around from camera to camera, trying to figure <laughs> shit out. Oh, <laughs> uh, man, dude. Yeah. Terribly embarrassing. You got to love technology, man. Got to love technology. It's awesome that it even works as much as it does. But uh, yeah. I agree with that. Man. So anyway, yeah. So what? Uh, outside of water and gas and that, uh, what do you think? Uh, is, what other pressures do you think? Uh, do you think uh, they just kind of coincide? I definitely think they're talking to each other. They, they got to be. Everything's it's all everything's synergistic. Um. Not everything, but processes that help amplify things are synergistic in nature. Um, you know, so it's one thing creates another, like a, a very successful virus will cause secondary symptoms that help it spread. You know, so infecting the host is only one aspect of what a, viral, a virus's job is. It needs to also get the host to express symptoms that help the virus spread, right? So that's a form of synergy, and that's how nature works. You know, there's retarded uh, processes that cause re uh, a retarded response, and uh, there's processes that cause a um, excitatory response. And um, if you or you know. You call it sedative instead of retarded. But uh, if you're in an a environment that is triggering a sedative response, uh, you're not going to get the same results. It's going to be different. You know, so yeah, I, um, I think it does. Well, I, I get deep sometimes. And I, again, I think so much of what happens with us definitely correlates with the plants. So I've heard uh, scientifically be explained that the, the plants are communicating at some level through the roots. They're uh, putting off small vibrations more like and I, when, when I again in my visual mind I see that to be somewhat of, again, taking the mic microbes and the mycelium network into play here, that like a Morris code almost to be able to talk to one another. And I need this, I need this. And you know, again, I, I, from learning the organic system as of late, I think plants can exchange, you know, this plant over here, has got so much, a little bit too much nitrogen. I need it over here. I think it is being passed a little bit through microbes, the soil, the whole rhizosphere. You know, I think that it is talking like that. I think above ground, I think uh, they express themselves through terpene profiles you know, there's, they're, they're communicating mm -hmm. up top in different ways, but they are communicating. And to think that they're not an intelligent, there's some, there's no intelligence there. 
I think is incredibly wrong as well. You know, this brain thing that we call, uh, you know, our control center is nothing more than a protein mass. It's just a buildup, you know what I mean? That's where things kept gathered and control centers kind of, we, we assume that's where most of our decisions are made. But like, as we've talked <laughs> tonight, right. we've got the second brain in the gut, that's which right. I think necessarily is just as responsible for a lot of things that, just as much, I think. You know what I mean? That scientifically, I don't think we. If not more, that. if not more. And and again, the two are communicating through some type of frequency. So, and with that being said, I think there is some type of intelligence going on, either through a molecular phase or some type of uh, mass. A, pro, a molecular mass through it be proteins or whatever. Uh, I think it's it's thinking or whatnot. Now, just applying to something I took in yesterday was uh, the thought of crowd mentality. Now, there's a from what I took in yesterday, there's a lot of scientific evidence to say that a crowd is smarter than any one individual. So it was incredible. Every study that they did, you know, if the crowd could think on of it as a whole, they came up with great answers and they were right almost 100% of the time. So if a crowd can think as one, why can't a bunch of molecules in a plant, you know what I mean, single-celled organisms gathered up become a thought process or, you know what I mean, guide that intelligently as a crowd, you know what I mean? Ooh. We're not seeing the one brain, you know, they're communicating as a whole or functioning as a whole. One Absolutely. Brain, I guess, if you will. I, I, I think that's how it works. Um, there's a term that was coined called uh, the holobiot. I believe it's called holobiot. But it has to do with the, the, the soil profile geome and the plant geome working together as a whole. It's the whole of the soil organisms and the plant interactions working together. Anyway, uh, I thought that, that was like a... I think that's a, a that's a term that is used. Um, it, it's it's debated, but that's the way it is. You know, um, it, it's they all have to communicate. They all have to interact. Um, to what degree is it? To a degree of sentience? Oh, I mean, I, how do we define sentience? You know, um, it, it's to me, in my personal belief, the way like if I, you know this like becoming personal. I believe that we all, each individual has a unique attribute to them. And what we br bring to the world around us is that vibration or that ingredient, right? So since we all do the, since we're that way, the, the, the plant that we interact with, the, the organisms that we interact with, they're going to communicate with us in a different way and we're going to interact with them in a different way 
because we all facilitate different aspects of the whole. So, yeah, they can, I think they communicate with each other, but I also think they communicate with us. But it's not with words, you know, it's not like, uh, but yeah, they communicate. I definitely believe that's for sure true. And you know, and it's, I almost think that, and again, I'm getting into the, the silly realm of things tonight. Um, the more I've dove into like organics, plants, we we are the eyeball on the planet. Here we think we run it all, and but necessarily we aren't shit without the plants. But I think we're we're here either to serve them, or <laughs> we're an alien species to the earth. You know what I mean? We just kind of plop ourselves into it. You know what I mean? And trying to make it all work. We're the ones yeah. that. Uh, are overstating our boundaries in every way when everything else works just works with each other like as you pointed out there's oh. a chain there's a blood side chain something lives something dies something needs to die something lives you know so what, what I mean? is we're the only so what one is that it? sticks out what is it about <laughs> what is it about us and about society that has removed us from the natural cycle know what i mean again yeah you know so so we've removed ourselves from the natural cycle but what 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 is it what is the aspect of what it means to be us that has been removed you know we live in these these cities um we don't live as actual parts of the ecosystem for crying out loud when we die we don't even go back into the earth for the most part we get involved or you know this other morbid process has happened but we have removed ourselves or divorced ourselves completely from what it means to be part of the ecosystem. We, we have chosen to rise above nature and, and think, to glorify. You know, go ahead. I was going to say, I think any philosopher would tell you that I think that switch or whatever would be consciousness. But as we've kind of discussed, plants are talking. I so if they're talking and communicating, god damn it, they're conscious. You know what I mean? So I don't think it's consciousness that separates us or has swayed us through. So I don't you know, know to be honest. You know what with separates it. us is awareness. Awareness is what separates us. If I'm not aware of you, you don't exist. If I'm aware of you, you exist. Same thing's true with the bacteria, the fungi, and uh, you know everything else. If they are not in close proximity or accessible to each other, then they're not relevant to one another. And as our ability to engage with each other expands, our relevance to each other expands. And the whole key is, you know, if you want to really expand the ability of the, the whole biot is to expand the interconnectedness, expand the, the speed of communication. And all of that is based on electrical impulses at some 
degree or another and the 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 pattern in which they are emitted you know that's what it all comes down to and the conductors that facilitate all these processes are found in the base molecules and oxygen speeds up that process in the soil bio so the more air you have the more communication you have that's the key it's so now, now not to wax all, all scriptural or biblical or not, but there is a, an interesting thing. This, this is an ancient book and it stuck around for a long time. And they have, there's a philosophy or, or a, a thought process and they, they call it the word. And it's logos is the, 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 the Greek meaning or the Greek word for the word. And uh, it says in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. Think about everything that embodies the word. If you look at the, the word logos, it means a spoken word with the thought and intent behind it. So it's an educated statement with the intent to complete it, right? It, it's, a, it's a communication with, with intention, right? So that is the word and that is the spark. That's the communication with, uh, with male and female. They, they fall in love. The spark is united. And life comes from it. But it's through that communication. And, and you know, that, that, that dance. And that's with, with all species that re replicate that way. Now, even the way worms reproduce, for crying out loud. It's wild. They, they form big old balls of, of worms in a mass. And they communicate. And they're transmitting, literally transmitting this genetic material between each other and producing eggs. And it's not the same kind of sex we have, but it's a still a, a, a communication without words. See, communication moves you to act in the human realm. Communication in the animal world, in biology, all it needs to do is move you to act. So whether it's an electrical signal, whether it's a, a chemical signal, whether it's an environmental signal, it's a movement to act. It is a communication. And um, there is no doubt in my mind that all of nature communicates. And uh, for some reason, we've decided to stop speaking with it and we speak over it. Man, what an amazing answer. What an amazing answer. I agree with it 100%. I think, uh, and again, I've spoken a little bit to this a lot lately in the last few years. I don't think it's any coincidence that, uh, you know, cannabis has kind of been pushed to the forefront of uh, medicines or just, you know, consciousness, along with uh, mushrooms or lit. Moreover, it's pushing us towards a holistic life, kind of reminding us our, our place, you know what I mean? I think it's um, no coincidence. And as far as, like, you kind of blew my mind there with the, the awareness there. I agree 100%. We only, very true statement, we only respond to shit that we're aware of you know 
both physically or whatever. You know, as far as the light cycle goes, we don't see a full spectrum. There could be shit operating outside of what we see just in the lights. That could be, you know, uh, the next dimension, basically. There could be a whole other dimension operating in the light cycles that we can't see, you know, basically. That's another thing, too. We're, you know, another dimension. That's just shit we're not aware of. So we can't respond accordingly to. Right. So I, I'm in with your answer. You sold me right with the word awareness there. I was like, no, yeah. I think you kind of see me uh, look on my face. I was completely buying it. I'm, I'm definitely believing it. Every, every word you just said, I, I'm in. I'm in. I mean, that, it, it, to me, it only makes sense. If, you know, I mean. That's how all all stimuli has has evolved, and um, it's a good thing. It's a beautiful thing, and the wonderful thing about being a hairless monkey is that not only are we dexter we have dexterity, right, but we can also think in this very bizarre abstract way that seemingly has no benefit. Because you can get somebody that can think up a billion wonderful ideas and they can barely put food in their fucking mouth. You can think of somebody or you can have somebody that, you know, there's a million variables of, of what happens and it's almost a useless skill. But for some reason, that skill set, the ability to turn a rock into a spear, that's what gives us the edge. And if you think about what it is, it's taming the elements. It's, it's being the, the shepherd of them. You're, you're not supposed to like alter it. You just work within the confines of nature and harness it and control it and convince it to move just a little bit at a time in one direction or the other. And you will achieve any result that you desire. It, it, we're, we're all alchemists and the earth is our, our fucking lab, man. So is that where, is that where we spun off basically, you know, when we decided to grab that rock and was like, you know, I'm going to smash that. I'm going to smash I'm gonna that. Break it. That fucking line ain't getting me today, motherfucker. We kind of broke the synergy right then and there, I think. Yeah, we realized, man. We realized that. Holy shit. I am God. Like, that was, that's it, dude. That's like, that was the beginning of it all. The ability to stand against the monster as an individual and no longer rely on the whole of the collective. Now you were able to stand against the lion on your own and you became God. And so, uh, in a very limited sense, but over time, you can see the evolution and the evolution stems into religion and everything else. So let me remind you of something here while we're kind of talking about us conquering our environment with that rock and tying that rocker to this fucking stick <laughs> conquering our environment. Let's let me remind you 
of something that we have talked about all fucking night long. Okay? Yes, sir. That is, of course, the Marsilia. How strong <laughs> we were talking. It Remember was how the first we were to talking how badass it was yes, because sir. it could stick that hyphy out, bust up that stone. We yes, talked sir. about how it synergizes with the plant and it's present in our gut. You know what I mean? Yes, and sir. it's fucking dictating and fucking controlling us on a on another level. Okay. Now, as we've discovered how to pick up that rock and fucking take charge of our environment, as you kind of pointed out, here's the bitch of that. The mycelium, that microbes in our gut and shit, you kind of pointed out as uh, they could take the cold. You know, they can, they can take the cold. They can take the check. But you know what keeps it all in balance is the heat. So basically, the ones that are in us, it's a fine line. You know what I mean? They've been able to survive in our in their environment, but it's our body temperature that kind of keeps everything in check, the system in check. But once they figure out how to pick up that rock, and conquer the heat barrier. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucked. We can pick up as many rocks as we want. We're done at that point. <laughs> well, 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 they do. Uh, they do excel oxygen. So maybe they already did. Maybe we're just mushrooms, bro. Maybe we're just walking fused colonies of fungus. Neural networks look a hell of a lot like a mycelial colony. So, even with that being said, when uh, we ingest some of the lovely uh, cultures that uh, play with our minds, what do they do? They also, they invade our body and let us connect on another level with a lot of things. Uh, uh, a knowledge and Akashic records, I think that's out there. But when you're when you're on a heavy dose of mushrooms, you feel like you connect with just about everything. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. So, have you um? So have you tried um? Like uh, trying to think uh, like like peyote versus sil- the the psilocybin mushroom. Um, I'm trying to remember the chemical name. It's, it's slipping my mind. But have you tried that in comparison? Well, I've tried. Well, I think what you'd find in peyote is uh, mescaline, basically. Yes, yes, that's what I was. That's what I was thinking of. Yes. So I've tried mescaline as far as in like mess chocolate micro dots and shit we get back in the day, that type of mescaline. But I've never had it as like a peyote tea, you know, okay. what I mean? or derived from a more natural source. But well, yeah, I, that, I had that a, way. I had an opportunity. I don't know how it was for you with just mescaline, but I had an opportunity to go through a, a uh, 
some uh, a Native American uh, tipi ceremony where peyote is the sacrament. And um, went to, I was able to go through a couple of them. And um, I found that peyote is more introspective. It lets you see your connection to your own history, to your own past and how your past led you to where you are. And mushrooms led it for me, it was it, it let me see my connection to everything else and the connections between things. I remember the first time I ate mushrooms laying on my back and I swear to God, I could see the beams of energy connecting all the grass to all the trees, to all the stars. And I was like, whoa, it's all one. Yeah, like really, really was a cool little trip, man. And um, it changed my perspective on things. So um, they're definitely, they affect us. They influence us. And, um, you know, there's, there's evidence in the uh, archaeological record that indicates that humans have been consuming psychedelic substances for thousands of years. So I'm sure it played a, lar a, a direct result in our evolution. Oh, I definitely think that it's, you know, uh, unlocks a lot of knowledge is there. You know, I think that knowledge is in us. You know, we're born with a preset knowledge. How many things have you done, ever tried to do? And I think that's another thing, too. People are limited to their thought process. You know what I mean? I wish more people would be open-minded about trying things because there's so many times that you try things and you're just naturally good at it. you know what i mean you fucking do effortlessly you're like oh i never even fucking knew that's because you never fucking tried or you doubted <laughs> you could you know what i mean yeah. i i think that's a lot of that is there and present with us as already but i think a lot of the psychedelics uh definitely open up doors you know maybe we're not ready to obtain that knowledge or you know what i mean until that process of paths and crossed the doors were meant to unlock uh i definitely think there's a, a bridge there that can be attained through psychedelics 100%. so so back to that you know it's the it's the effect that that we have on each other is, is by the awareness right so if you are completely unaware of, of the existence of something you can't know, it's that unknown unknown. It's just that you're in, you can't comprehend it, you can't think about it, nothing like that, right? And with the way a regimented mind works, a regimented mind where you take scientific data, you, you measure it, you, you, know, you compare results, that's the way we're, we're rooted into thinking, and it, it's within us. But I would wager that we have not technically lost anything. What we have done is we have been taught about things that have replaced it. And then when we go to seek it, we seek the romanticized version of what it is. So we will never find it because the, roman the romantic version of it never existed. And so we get lost looking for fairy tales amidst the beautiful wealth of knowledge that we actually have. You know, we can communicate with these things. 
We can. Why? Because we can affect their reality. We can alter their perception. We can influence their awareness. Because we can do that, we can alter their reality. And by allowing them to alter their reality, by altering their reality, we alter our reality. Because the earth becomes fruitful or, or, or fruitful, you know, things begin to grow as they should. The earth begins to replenish itself. You know, the, 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 the processes that creates life happens. I mean, you know, I don't know what kind of music you're into, but Tool said it best, man. Life feeds on life. That, that's, the, that's it, man. Life feeds on life. And, and, and us, just like mushrooms, are kind of like the mitigators or mediators within the soil realm. That's kind of what we are with the nature. We can fuck it up or we can make paradise. It's up to us. Right on, right on. Maybe that uh, when we take those type of hallucinogens, we're just tapping into that uh, that band of communication that we were talking about earlier that's going on all around us anyway, plants to plants. It's just that band of knowledge. And we've just tuned out of it. You know what I mean? And when That collective consciousness. In, yeah, when we take the, the hallucinogenics, we've just allowed our mind to uh, fade into that frequency and kind of get back into where we should have been. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Hallucinate. It, 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 it dissolves that. It brings us back to a, a more connected place. Um, or it can. It, it can do all those things. Um, and I think it, it's because that's probably what it, it's meant to do. Uh, have you ever tried DMT? No. Uh, again, so, them two things right there. And again, uh, I, I, I'm on board. You know, I'm DMT, some ayahuasca. I ever come across that opportunity, I am most definitely uh, traveling down that road. But kind of just before you take off with what you're about to say, uh, as far as like uh, the masculine peyote type thing, uh, when I've taken the masculine, it's been more of very visual. I haven't like taken anything spiritually away from masculine. Uh, concentrated dose so i can't help but wonder if it's kind of more like the cannabis flower you know what i mean there's so many things in the peyote or the peyote tea that make it a symphony that takes you on the spiritual journey to where when you extract it down you know into the masculine form you've lost part of the band you know what i mean it's still a hallucinogen, but it, you've maybe taken out some of the spirituality ingredients along the way. Possibly. Uh, the gentleman that introduced me to, um, to the ceremony told me that uh, I asked him if, um, you know, using mescaline, if taking mescaline would be the same. And uh, he said, no, they removed the spirit. That was his exact words. So whatever, whatever that means to them, that's, that's, you, I don't think you're far away removed from that, what, you know, their perception of it is. 
That, that's pretty interesting too. Why? It's the same chemical. So why is it different? Why does it behave differently? It's fascinating. You've taken the living structure out of it. You've taken, taken away the life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the difference. And we're not we're not zombies <laughs> or vampires or whatever. Yeah, we don't you eat know, that I, shit. It, and it's, and again, I've never been that blessed to travel down the roads, though I think I'm ready spiritually, you know, and I wouldn't have thought I would have been there earlier in my life, you know, I accidentally kind of ingested a few uh, a hero dose that set me, you know, <laughs> it was weird again. <laughs> organics and then an accidental kind of dose kind of sent me off into a, a weird place or a better place in life a more mindful place 100 percent. so I, I definitely think there's something very powerful there and if i had the chance i would i'd definitely go down that realm but i guess where i got sidetracked from what i was wanting to say but it's from like looking out at that scenario in i think i've looked at uh mental illness completely different now because as you know an outsider looking in at somebody that is on ayahuasca on a mescaline trip a peyote trip perception from the outside in that fucking person's crazy they've lost their <laughs> mind right <laughs> You know what I mean? You see him twitching on the <laughs> ground, talking in tongues. You'd be like, that dude, is, he checked out. He's fucking crazy. Well, in, in, in that instance, on your side, you know what I mean? The ingester, you're seeing more. You know what I mean? You're, you're <laughs> right. locked in between the two realities of one foot in reality and one foot in something much greater. So... I've taken that that mindset and to wondering like the people on that you see or tragically would say mentally ill, who's to say that they're not in between? You know, I mean, we're 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 taking something to put us there, you know, chemically, but who's not to say they're not just trapped there chemically? You know what I mean? They've opened the door. And and that is their reality. They they yeah. can see that we just can't, of light. We can't. We just can't identify because we're not in that place. You know what I mean. So we've labeled oh. them, and they can't communicate it to us. You know what I mean. Just like somebody that was locked into a DMT trip wouldn't be able to go look at the colors. This is what I'm seeing. It'd be all blah 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 blah. blah. It would be like what the fuck. You know, but in uh, their mind, it's all <laughs> making perfect sense. You know what I mean? Who's to say? Who's to say? Yeah, right. That's the way I see you know, it. I mean, I mean, it's even with normal, you know, like what we call people of a, a normal mental state or average mental state. Um, we all have, some, have three people see the same thing and then two weeks later, tell, tell them what they saw. They're all going to interpret it a little bit different, you know, because we don't, 
interpret reality based on reality, man. You know, like we interpret reality based on this like fabrication that, that we can remember. You know, we, we reconstruct events to fit, you know, the core imprint in our brain. So it's not necessarily precise. So we're all going to have various memories of the same event. And uh, that makes you question reality itself, you know, because what does memory do? Memory shapes our future behavior. We're definitely we on the same page things, there, bro. brother. <laughs> definitely on the same page there, because I, again, I, unless you, I, you look back at the show or caught the show throughout the years, you would think I'm just agreeing with you, but I'm right there with you. I think that uh, I just kind of squirreled. Uh, perception uh, or reality is a tricky subject, man. It is. It's all in our mind and how, like you said, our reaction to what we're perceiving. So that could dictate a lot of things. And as we come into this newer area of digital in the metaverse, the metaverse thing is scary too. But it clicked to me a long time ago. Well, multiple things clicked, you know. Um, first up, the Akashic Records and kind of, you know, there being an all-knowing thing out there, body out there. And then uh, manifestation, I'm a big person on manifestation. Uh, and I kind of taken that to be almost a glitch or a loophole in, <laughs> in the matrix system almost. But what makes me think more and more about the crazy idea of perception is the digital age. Now, we, as we go further and further into this digital age, what is it that they want? And it has been for quite some time, even before the Internet really took off. They were keeping files on us, data, by our credit cards and, and annex, the whole annex system. You know what I mean? There was, they right. were building files on you then. But now as we go on, the, it's data. Data, data, data. You know, every app swiping what you do, everything's data, data, data. It's being bought, sold, bots, you know. it's They don't even really seemingly give a fuck what we're doing anymore. As long as we're leaving data behind for it to be an analyze or whatever. So I'm starting to wonder, you know, if this whole perception thing is sense, we're training each one of my perception is a sin. You know what I mean? Feeding <laughs> it, it's it's just a scenario being played out. Oh, what if? You know what I mean? I'm right. responding to everything, and then you simultaneously are being fucking thrown out there, and your sin is a whole nother game or intelligence real being fed into an AI. All data. Data, data, data. The whole data, data, data gathering node. Yeah. Yeah. We're feeding. Yeah. I mean, what if? What if? You know what I mean? We are. Well, I mean, we... Perception we, I would is say a sim. Consciousness I would say is a sim. Well, we could label it what we'd like, but that is a great analogy for it, my friend. Because that is... Okay. So take the as above, below 
constant. And let's just say that metaphysically speaking, that those people, the people that think that way had that part right, right? That that, that aspect is right. That things are interchangeable, that they're kind of fractals. The universe is fractal. So if you can witness something in a macro level, you can see it in the micro level. You can see it in, in whatever level you expand to. Um, then, yeah, man, I would say absolutely 100%. Uh, now, the question is, is it, is, it, is it like a natural process? Or do we try to classify it as like, you know, we, we classify ourselves as sims, but bacteria are just, you know, they're bacteria in the sim. You know, what if all life is the very thing that all those vibrations coming together, that is literally what shapes the fabric of reality. And every time a species, no matter how minuscule it, it is, goes extinct, a thread is removed. And the fabric of reality the becomes here, more bare. I honestly think the question moreover is, are we a sim building the future? You know what I mean? And as as the Internet of Things, these more, you know, more things that are being connected to the Internet are building. You know what I mean? It's building that AI. That, but the question is, are we building the future or are we a sim in a master computer, a supercomputer trying to reconstruct the past? You know what I mean? Uh, it could work both ways. Well, it could work <laughs> both ways, but. But um, is there a way to test it? All I know is that technology has come a long way. And there's a lot of aspects of technology that enable us to do things like never before. Like, I don't know. Are you involved in, are you like interested or familiar with cryptocurrencies or how blockchain works at all? Yeah, I understand how it works and all that okay. shit. Uh, I think so, it's a fool's game, though. Do you know okay. what I mean? So let me try to convince you of, of a different of a different perception of what blockchain is. Okay? Imagine, if you would, a series of systems, such as the one that I present, that is attached to the web. But not just the web. It is connected to a blockchain so that every piece of data that you put in, it creates, it, it is attached to a node. And that biome that you are building within your soil profile is tracked based on the blockchain ledger, right? So now you have a real app, a real practical application of how to use the blockchain with using the ledger aspect of it, attaching the data to the nodes so that you have a tangible piece of, of, of data that is absolutely worth something. Because as you were saying, data is worth everything. So now imagine a million growers with passive data collection on soil environment, yada, yada, yada. And all the grower has to do at the end is punch in their yield numbers. And they get automatically compared to a whole panel of all the, all the people that are tapped into it, all their yield levels. You get a higher yield level. So now you send your soil sample in. Get an ID exactly what biological processes are occurring within your so soil profile. That increases the value of your node. Now that node has more value. 
Now you make profit off of your own individual research, but so does everyone else that compared it because when one node increases in value, the whole node increases in value or the whole chain increases in value. So that's a practical application with cannabis. Now expand that to beekeeping. Imagine all the data points that are, in, that are, are captured by bees every day. Pollen, pollen tells us air quality. It tells us the strength of the ecosystem. It tells us all the invasive species that are, are in pollen at the same time. It tells us the, the proclivity of health issues due to sinus infections. All this data based on pollen that we actually, we don't have access to. It's there, but we just sit here looking at it. Now, what if we put that same blockchain to work to organize all that data? Because that's what a ledger does. It organizes complex data so that we can make sense of it, right? Now we turn AI into that on that data. Now you're talking about long-term projection, being able to predict based on plant patterns, future events, because the plants are adapting to the environment faster than we do. The bacteria are adapting faster than the plants. So by being able to track these, the relation of these changes between each other, we would be able to gather a new data set that is unavailable to us. And we'd be able to start to know some of the unknowns and thereby being able to start learning them. But the data is here and the blockchain provides a solution. And here we are talking about Dogecoin going to the moon. It's not about the confidence of the market. That, that, that matters. We have to utilize the technology in a practical way. And the blockchain can facilitate things that the, that the gold standard, silver standard, and the, the petrol dollar reserve, none of that could ever imagine. And it removes one aspect of it that has yet been latent in all systems. And that is ability of central, centralized control. You know, that's the idea. Um, that can all get manipulated really quick. See you a blockchain as being DNA. Again, as you know, there's information nodes there along the way, along the lines that we don't even understand, but you know, can be to turned on at any point for us to respond and deal with things. You know what I mean? So, we don't understand the blockchain yet. So you would <laughs> agree with me that it, uh, the blockchain is natural, that it's a natural evolution. That looks a lot like yeah. DNA. I would, yeah. I'm, yeah, I, I guess I do. Interesting. Well, that's how I perceive the use of the blockchain in the future. We haven't gotten there yet. But um, I'm hoping that it gets there. The only way it gets there is through cooperation. And that's how, how any healthy ecosystem exists. You know, you I have to have the antagonist. Blockchain in breeding be honest okay. with you uh, outdoor breeding and to to put like your your blockchain in another scenario uh i think it's like what i've kind of called so the indoor cultivation is breaking the blockchain weakening the chain you know closing the door stripping some information out of it we need the outdoor breeding you know all the pressures all that 
as we reprogram the blockchain, the cannabis blockchain, the DNA chain, to keep it more true and versatile, you know. Um, so that's the way I kind of see that too. Is by outdoor breeding, throwing every everything out there, we're we're putting that knowledge into seed form, you know, how to how to prepare yes. against different pressures and all that. I think as we breed indoors and they don't see the pressures, I believe that chain is being dulled out. There's not as many, you know, knowledge nodes there, you know, <laughs> being put forth. We're breaking the chain with indoors. I, I um now breaking the chain would insinuate that outdoor grow is not occurring. As long as we have outdoor grows occurring and we have outdoors genetics dealing with these pressures, that genetic strain will, will continue to advance and we'll always be able to back cross to pick them up. But yeah, I, I see um, when I hear people talking about um, commercial farming indoors and how hydroponics is the future and all that, I, I get chills of fear run up and down my spine. Because that's how you fuck everything up. And, and it's like, am I the retarded one here? Am I, am I missing it? Am I not picking up what's being laid down? Is there a piece of this I'm missing? I, I don't know that I am. I, I, I think that it's a fool's approach. You know? Um, but maybe I'm wrong. I'd like somebody to explain it to me a little better. <laughs> because it's totally backwards man you're pretty spot on man until man we're winding up to that 420 uh, man, I, I hate to cut these things off but man, we're getting close man oh um, did you think and when we kicked us off tonight that you would make it uh this far along into well, this i made up my mind i made up my mind i cruise with you to the end man it's got to be hard trying to stay stay keep the conversation going for you know that long if no one's there to talk to so i appreciate you letting me come on and um yeah man i like to talk it's not often that i get to spout off some philosophy and talk some shit and have somebody interested and willing to ask me questions about what i'm doing so it's been fantastic man well shit hopefully that 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 has your look has changed there my friend Hopefully your luck has changed there because, well, this is the way things work around here. I don't know how many of these shows you've caught or, you know, had a feel for what you were getting into, but this is how things work around here is basically we do the spotlight, the one-on-one -on -one here, uh, which you've done check. So the zoom link that I sent you this evening is good all the time, basically. So, now that you've done this portion of the channel, you are now welcome to for the Weed Nerd World. The Weed Nerd World is open to just past guests. So Monday nights, uh, Monday night, uh, 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time is Weed Nerd World. Wednesday nights are supposed to be uh, West Coast takeovers, but I forget that it's new to the channel. I keep scheduling around it. So the West Coast takeovers our 11.30 uh, kickoff time for the Weed Nerd World. And any other time is when the guest doesn't take me. 
to the 420 mark. So if we would have went 10 minutes or a half hour or an hour, as I kind of hinted to, you know, it happens. It happens. So what happens then is I, you know, I'm, I thank my guests and then I pick up and I open up a weed nerd world. So there can be random nights for the weed nerd world, but them are only open to past guests, which you are now. So anytime oh, you see a weed nerd world in, you fucking come, come on, man, grab that phone, come hang out. We are talking, you, know, you can find any one, any kind of night topics in the weed nerd world. We can be talking cannabis. We might be talking soil. We might be talking mushrooms. We might be talking mushrooms on mushrooms. We might be talking conspiracy <laughs> theory. You know what I mean? Nice. It's life. It's a 365 day of the year show to sit here and say that I can do, you know, every night. Hey, let's talk clones tonight. No, nah, that shit's impossible. Mm-hmm. This is real world. Re- the the weed nerd world is real world. You know what I mean? One night it might be cannabis. One night it might be this. One night it might be that. Regardless, you are now invited to come hang out and fucking talk whatever. Soil, whatever we're talking about. You can come on and change the subject. Enough of that dumb shit, guys. Let's fucking talk soil. That even works. <laughs> that, that works. But now nice. you are, you, you know, this has been a great conversation. I see you can add a lot of value into the weed nerd world. So to say that this opportunity is rare, nah. Now that you've got that ticket, it's anytime you want to fucking come hang out, smoke some weed, and hang out with the cannabis community, you're more than welcome. And we'd love to have you. So awesome, please take me up so on much. that shit. It has been Will a great do. night and a lot of great information. You know, I, sometimes I'm unsure what I get. You know what I mean? What I'll get in the night. And looking down your Instagram, I was like, Man, there's only a few pictures here. I wasn't in, I wasn't quite sure what I was getting myself into tonight, but it was a gem. I'm fucking glad I've had the opportunity to meet you. And uh, to know that there's somebody like yourself out in the cannabis community. So thank you for coming and hanging out tonight, man. It's been my pleasure to get to know you and to have your your journey, your knowledge dumped into my cannabis community or the cannabis community in general. Uh, it's been awesome, man. I can't thank you enough. The one thing, I, one last thing I'd like to get from you before you go, it's a silly thing I call the soundbite. And basically, it will be a commercial for your episode, your two-part episode, (laughs) thanks to this guy, uh, (laughs) will be a commercial for your two-part episode at one point. Uh, Basically, what I'm looking for, my version of, uh, hey, this is Eagle, and I'm on fucking talking shit with Eagle, episode 617. You put whatever you want before that or after that, as long as that's Somewhere in there, I'm totally happy and I am ready right right now. (laughs) (laughs) 
I forgot what you want me to. What What am I supposed to say at the beginning, man? I'm totally sorry. I fucked all this up for you, man. But I like. <laughs> oh no! Dude, my no, dog was jumping man. on my lap, and so you said. Uh, no anyway, something so along the lines of my some episodes. Six seventeen. Your yeah. name. You're on fucking talking shit with Eagle. You can say yeah. whatever right. you want before or all after. Right. All right. Ready. Ready. Yeah, this is Josh with uh, Talking Shit with Eagles. Yeah, damn, dude, I'm sorry. I ain't got me on the spot, dude. I'm sorry. I seen the conversation and it's like, it's, oh, I don't know oh, why, yeah. but my mouth is all dry and shit. Hold on. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, man, I love these ones, man. There's been some of them, even like Danny Danko. Danny Danko did five cakes on his. All right. So don't right, so, feel bad, right, so, man. So you said talking shit with Eagle Grow, right? That's what it is. It's nope. not growing eagle. Nope. It's, it's Eagle Grow. It's fucking talking shit with Eagle. Fucking talking shit with Eagle. Okay. All right. Yeah, this is Josh with fucking talking shit with Eagles. Uh, come check this out, man. And um, learn a little bit about the soil column and uh, how Igrazil's hollow system can work for you. Beautiful. I will take that one. I will take that one. And again, man, please subscribe to the channel. Fucking get a little, little feel for the way things work around here. Find out what the weed nerd worlds are so you can come hang out. And if you can't find out, hit me up and I'll be more than happy to do another one of these because uh, I'm sure I'm just... We didn't even get through a lot of stuff that I normally ask you. Your whole grow journey. I mean, you don't. We talked. About, it was an amazing episode. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying <laughs> there's room for a part two. A part. Well, actually, technically, that'd be a part three. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as the medicine is good, the mouth keeps moving. So. <laughs> All right, my friend. Well, thank you so much again, and uh, check you out later, man. Right on. For those of you guys that are watching, thank you so much for hanging out, tuning in. I know you guys have enjoyed this gentleman right here, and I have as well. Make sure you guys subscribe. His link to his YouTube is in the description, and the mods have been flashing it all night long. With that being said, thank you guys very much for tuning in. You guys know the deal. Random Max kindness do save lives. Don't be afraid to help somebody out. We are out of here.